Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast, where each week we find ways to gently rebel against the nonsense that overwhelm and exhaustion are just the price you pay to have the life you want. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Overwhelm is Optional podcast. This week we're going to do a special one minute mark practice for dealing with fear. Hooray! So the current narrative is that everything you want is on the outside of your comfort zone. And in order to have what you want, you need to push through fear, push through fear. No wonder so many of us get stuck. That's really harsh. First of all, that's deciding that the only way to have what you want, you need to do something hard, that having what you want is difficult, which plays into the narrative that life is hard, anything worth having requires struggle, that sacrifice is necessary, which makes me think about that lizard who, when he gets scared, drops his tail. It's like the only way he can have what he wants, which is to survive, is to lose half of his body. That's really harsh. Now, obviously, that particular lizard, who I don't know at all anything about, I admit, I haven't Googled it. I don't intend to Google it unless I get curious because we can spend too much time in front of a screen Googling. And how important is that information? It's either delightful to know and I'm curious or I'm just going to let it go and trust that the person who wrote it in whatever I was reading knows their stuff. So apparently there's this lizard that in order to deal with a difficult situation drops its tail. It really resonated with me, this idea that we think that in order to have what we want, we have to drop our tails. We have to sacrifice something. What if that's not true? What if we turn this on its head? I love gently but firmly rebelling against current narratives that make me feel restricted in some way because I don't know about you but I'm done with all these restrictions I want to live fully I want to live I want to feel at home in myself I don't want to constantly feeling on like I'm on the edge of my seat like I have to push to be myself I want the freedom to be myself and I'm a naturally adventurous rebellious person but I'm also somebody who likes being at home so I need all of that I need to create a life that works for me and I'm very very good at pushing myself too hard to the point of making myself ill I can do that I've done that I don't want to do that again I choose to look after myself properly. It's taken me 54 years to really deeply understand that actually, for me at least, I don't know about you, but the foundation to a successful life is to look after myself properly and that looking after myself properly involves constant listening and tuning in because it changes all the time. Like basically, if it's raining, I might want a raincoat. If it's not raining, I won't. That requires paying attention. It's not a done deal. There's not one fixed way of looking after myself properly. It's the intention to do so. It's the intention to listen to myself. It's the intention to pay attention to myself rather than being distracted by everything else going on. And my mind, like your mind, is easily distracted. It's supposed to be like the lizard's mind. The lizard gets distracted completely in that moment by the fear, the predator, whatever reason he's dropping his tail to escape, that's the survival mechanism. If you want more than surviving, if you want more than being a lizard who's constantly dropping his tail, then you need to bring your attention back to yourself. We need to nourish ourselves first from that point of self-acceptance, self-love. And I don't mean, I always find these words difficult because they feel very 
like an automaton. Like you have to fully accept yourself. You have to fully be yourself. Oh my God, so much pressure. No, what if it's just an adventure? What if it's just about getting curious? What if it's just an intention? I intend to accept myself more and more and more because I know that's the route to freedom. And that when I feel at home in myself and love and accept myself, I'm a lot nicer to be around. I'm much more accepting of other people and their quirks and their irritations and their differences of opinion and their ways of moving through the world. So it's easier for me as a sensitive person who doesn't particularly like noise and loud people to say, well, they're loud. They want to be loud. That's okay. I've got a choice. I can choose to move away, but I can't insist that they're quiet all the time. Now, obviously, there's times when I'm going to, because if you're invading my my life constantly, then I'm going to ask you to turn it down. That's different. But in a general situation, I'm not explaining this very well. When I accept myself more, I'm more accepting of other people's irritating behavior in general, not always in general. And it doesn't mean that I'm getting better and better and better at it. It means I'm overall getting better at it. It's not a linear thing. It's this up and down, up and down, round in circles. Oh, I just found something deeper about that insight I had five years ago. It's not a, I've got that, I'm done, now we move on. Can you see what I mean? Because that's super hard. So for me, this is gently rebelling against the narrative that, first of all, progress is linear. Secondly, life is hard. Thirdly, you have to drop your tail. You have to sacrifice something to have what you want, that it's about survival. Loads of things. But for anything that makes me feel like I can't be myself, that makes it hard for me to live my life fully, that makes it just feel like I feel squished. I'm against any of that. I'm done with that absolutely done. Life is both too short and too long to sit in fear, in overwhelm, under pressure, on the edge of my seat. Like I constantly need to be watching for high alert danger. It's not true. It's not true. Most of us are lovely, lovely people. If you walk around with the idea that most people are trustworthy, most people are lovely, the world is not a dangerous place. The danger is overemphasized everywhere. It is our job to notice that our brains are really, really distracted by fear and alarm and pull our attention back to ourselves, nourish ourselves, be comfortable with ourselves, get inside our comfort zones because it's the best place to live from. That place, that beautiful, comfortable place where you just have this inner strength, this inner knowing there's nothing wrong with me. I'm perfect, just as I am. The work is to let go of the idea that there's something fundamentally wrong with me, that I need to justify my very existence on the planet, that there's no room for me here. There is plenty of room for all of us. There is plenty of room. So I'm laughing because my little dog, Rosie, just popped up. And this is the first of my video to podcast episodes. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because normally you only get to hear her snore. And now if she's going to pop up, you might just see her occasionally. Anyway, where was I? So let's talk about how we deal with fear, because fear is the thing that we're told we need to push through to have what we want, our goals, dreams, etc., But I'm going to argue that that's not true. I'm going to argue that actually pushing through fear is part of the problem. Now, it works for some people and actually it does work because that's how we get to the successful life we've got. We push ourselves hard. But for me, I don't want to do that anymore. So what if there's a different way? 
What if it's not true that you have to push through fear? What if there's a way to work with the fear, to accept the fear, to see it as useful? What if there's a way? Because there's a lot nicer way of having having what you want, right? And who doesn't want to do things in a nicer kind of way? And what if it's easier? And what if it requires less energy? So win-win, hey? Okay. So the first step with anything is to neutrally notice. That's what I teach, neutrally notice. That's what's inside the one-minute mark. If you haven't yet got hold of the one-minute mark, you can listen to all the podcasts about it, or you can just go straight to my website, get your copy. It's a one-minute audio, life-changing audio, quite seriously, life-changing. If it's for you, try it out. We're going to do part of it in this episode. So actually, we're going to do a one-minute mark and add to it how to deal with fear. So when we notice, instead of pushing away or pushing through, sometimes that's enough, particularly if we're coming from this place of my intention is just to notice, to stop trying to control or change or push through. When we come into it with that intention, with the idea that, oh, I can get curious, maybe I can just notice the fear and it will be it will change on its own. So rather than trying to control the whole world, to make us ourselves feel safe or to get what we want what if instead we just go inside ourselves notice the fear notice the feelings and often it's easier to get out of the head and not get caught up because i bet you've already spent a long time thinking about what's keeping you stuck what's stopping you doing that thing so this is fear of doing something that matters to you. So last week we looked at travel anxiety and I gave you a way, a really lovely way, the magic carpet way of dealing with that, which is really, really helpful. And that is about noticing where you are. So the one minute mark, noticing, neutrally noticing, noticing without judgment. And this involves acceptance, love, kindness, super powerful. It's also an an attention practice and in a world full of distraction, That's so useful just in itself. If you just did it to get better control of your attention, that would be worth doing. And it also gets us out of our head where the loops are going on about how it's really hard to do this. I can't do it. I'll do it later. Why am I procrastinating? What's wrong with me? I should have better willpower. I should have achieved this by now. All of these things. So we don't always recognize it as fear, but I'm calling it out as fear because I do believe it's fear in different forms. And it tends to be this loop in our heads, all the reasons why there's something wrong with us, which is stopping us having what we want. So getting out of that, taking a break from that, and just being able to observe that is super useful. Because first of all, it detaches you you, you from it. And then it allows you to be kinder to the mind. So we tend to be in this battle with our mind. And yeah, you can say, okay, so the mind's not always helpful because it's overloading you with stuff. But it's just doing its job and it's doing the job that the lizard is doing, keeping you safe. But if you don't want to drop your tail, it's time to do things differently. And this is the doing things differently. When we support the mind with the body and the heart, which is a very Zen based thing, I do a lot of combining of evidence based psychology with Zen practice and philosophy because that's the path I've taken, that's what works for me. And pulling these things together, they're kind of sometimes like opposites. And I find that really helpful because if we want to do things differently, then having contradiction can just break that pattern in the mind. Really, really helpful. So you're ready to do this. This is just the one minute mark. 
plus a gently rebellious way to deal with fear without trying to push it away, push through it, deal with it, silence it, squish it. We're just going to notice it. So the way that you go into this matters, because if you're going to go into it with, well, this isn't going to work, I don't believe I can have what I want from inside my comfort zone, then it's just going to be harder for you and not so much fun. So I just invite you to do this with an open mind and an open heart, because why not? It's nicer and easier. So I'm going to invite you to do the one minute mark with me. And then I'm going to add in a little practice to deal with fear. It's not going to be very long, obviously, because you don't have time. That's why you're here, right? One minute exercises. So this will be slightly longer than one minute. Don't do this if you're driving. If you're driving, just let the words wash over you. Never do these if you're driving because you're bringing your attention from the outside inside which is also why we don't want to be on the phone when we're in the car, isn't it? Because the same thing happens. But anyway, let's not go into that now. So taking all of your attention down to your feet. Now, this is easier with your eyes closed because you're going to cut out loads of distraction. Always make it easier for yourself. Life doesn't have to be hard. Make it easier in lots of tiny, tiny, tiny ways. Close your eyes. If safe and appropriate for you to do so. And send all of your attention down to your feet. Feel your feet on the ground. Get really curious about the physical sensations in your feet on the ground. And then send your awareness to your belly. And allow your belly to soften if it wants to. And if it doesn't, that's okay. Just notice completely neutrally how you feel in this moment. And however you feel is however you feel, and that's okay. Just notice, feel your feet on the ground, softening belly or not. Maybe allowing the shoulders to move away from your ears if they want to. Space between the teeth. And notice completely neutrally how you feel in this moment. Don't try to change anything. Don't try to control anything. Don't even try to relax. Just notice completely neutrally how you feel in this moment. And then just notice any fear or resistance or struggle with the goal that you're wanting to achieve that feels so hard. Notice the loops in the mind, the chatter in the mind All the reasons why this is hard, why you ought to be better at it, why it ought to be done already, why it's not fair. Just notice the chatter in the mind, but gently but firmly place your attention back in your feet. Take a break from the chatter in your mind. And then with all of your awareness in your body, feeling strong, connected to the ground, stable, welcome at home. Notice anywhere in your body, any physical sensations that come up for you as you think about having to take steps towards this goal or dream. Just notice all of it. Notice how the mind labels these as fear or bad. Sinking in the pit of your stomach, maybe tightness in the chest. Notice it. They are not neutral statements, but notice them anyway, because it's helpful to label them. 
Wherever your attention is drawn in your body, that's useful information. Just notice all of it. Welcome all of it. Feel the fear gently in your body. Notice it completely neutrally. And then thank it. Thank your body, your heart, your mind for giving you this useful information. Notice the fear. It's just here to keep you safe. Just notice all of it. Then notice it neutrally. Notice the judgments, the labelling, the reasons for it. Notice that neutrally too. So notice the physical sensations in the body and the heart. The chatter in the mind. And then notice the chatter in the mind and the judgments about that noticing. Just keep noticing and keep making it neutral. And know that each time you come back to this practice, things will be different. Not necessarily better, not necessarily worse, just different. And each time you come to this practice, bring a beginner's mind as if you've never done this practice before. Get curious. What can I notice about the fear and the resistance today? It's all just useful information. Notice it. And then when you're ready, I invite you to open your eyes and then pause and notice how you feel. Allow yourself to absorb the information you just gained about yourself and the fear that's getting in the way and causing struggle. And then maybe placing the hands on the heart if that feels good. And just allowing a feeling of gratitude and love for yourself for doing this practice today. How did that feel for you? What came up for you? How can you use that information? Do you need to use the information? Did it change? Did the physical sensations change? Did the noise get louder in your head or quieter? What did you notice? Was it helpful? Would you like to do it again? It's all just useful information. It's increasing your self-awareness, your ability to connect to yourself and find out how to adventure fully your way. Feel the fear gently. No need to push through it. Find an easier way. Thanks for being here. See you soon. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a little moment of your time to share it, like it, etc. to help other people find it. And if you'd like to know more about my work, please go to www.tidymark.co.uk. 